Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. So if you've not done so already, be sure to check out AmericaOutloud.news. Obviously, a lot going on around the world. We're going to get to that. Uh, got some weather here in Illinois. Got some snow over the weekend. Um, talk to Rob here in a minute. See how it's doing in New York City. But uh, certainly a lot of news besides the weather. Uh, Rob, how is the weather there in New York City? Andrew, it's kind of cold. And when I say cold, you'll probably laugh at me because I know you're used to temperatures that are like below this or below that. But here it is a nice 37 degrees and it was raining. It was raining uh, earlier. uh, And what can I say? We're that time of the year. And it's not even winter. Winter doesn't take place until December 21st. Definitely the, the, the weather is changing, let's say. Yeah, kind of a late start this year, it seems like. Uh, usually we get the cold weather a couple weeks earlier. We've been pretty lucky up until this point. Yep, I guess. Well, when you think about it, you think about the summer. Our summer wasn't necessarily bad. It was mild. We had a couple of days whereby it was just really brutal, uh, hot. Right. But we we survived. I don't know how the winter is going to be. As I mentioned to you earlier, I didn't travel this year going to Arkansas out of fear that there could possibly be an ice storm in Arkansas. I found out that there wasn't or that I had to take a connecting flight through Chicago, Midway or O'Hara or even St. Louis. And I was afraid that those areas, usually Chicago has like the traffic jam but oh, yeah. that didn't take place. There was some bad weather there. I, don't, I didn't hear of any major uh, cancellations or people being stuck at the airport. I guess Poot Buddha Edge Edge was doing his job because I heard that he mm-hmm. did free up a lot of airspace so that more planes could you know, get out and fly. But that's just a one-time occurrence that Pete did this because I remember when Biden was supplanted in office, it, it was like complete chaos. Yeah, I I hate, I hate O'Hare, man. It's like you get out of your plane and you got to walk a mile to your next plane. There's like <laughs> no transportation in this massive airport uh, like Dallas. It's a huge airport, but at least they've got that train thing that goes around so you can get around to wherever you're going a lot faster. I mean, O'Hare, it is a nightmare to be stuck in there running late for a a fly connecting flight. It is a nightmare, but then you have Denver International Airport, which is also huge. But to me, the worst airport is in Atlanta Mm, Uh, with all the trains uh, to connect you to different, the different gates. It's a nightmare. I hate it. I remember missing a plane there once. Uh, It's horrible. It's horrible. And even JFK, JFK is huge, but it's not like, uh, I've never been disappointed as much as I have when I went to Atlanta. And whenever I hear that I have a flight connecting in Atlanta, I get knots in my stomach and I'm thinking, oh, no, no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. I did go, to, I think it was in 2007. No, 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 not 2007, but 2016. 
or 17, I flew into Atlanta and I was very apprehensive and I thought this is going to be a disaster. I don't like it. And it was actually rather smooth, but getting to and from the airport is a nightmare because the traffic in Atlanta is horrible. Yeah, I heard it's like six lanes on each side. It is horrible. And I hear about traffic in other states, cities like Dallas and Memphis, and you've got to get up early in the morning to get there. Even New York City, I've flown into New York City during the, uh, the morning time and trying to get to the city from the airports, any of the uh, airports, LaGuardia or Atlanta, and it's it's, it's horrific. I almost lost a, uh, missed my flight once trying to get to the airport. And you just think about this. It's like of all the money that we have, the taxes that they're collecting – why can't they just make this a lot easier to get to the airport? I mean, our infrastructure right. is falling apart. Yeah, but people sit. sleep on the amount of traffic in uh, Seattle, Tacoma. That's another really highly populated <clears throat> area where the traffic's a nightmare. But yeah, like you said, it's unbelievable. 2023, uh, the infrastructure is not any better than it is. And you would think that they would focus on that. We're focusing on everything else besides the infrastructure. And they're talking about – here in New York, I heard that they're thinking about making these electric of all things – Helicopters, we're not really helicopters, but they're flying objects to get you from one destination to the next. They said it will free up a lot of congestion. But I'm like, I'm not going to go up in a, some contraption like that. And we have here at the heliport in New York City that's constantly helicopters are falling down into the water. I'm like, are you serious? We, we can't even get driving from point A to point B correct. And then you have our crazy mayor who's looking at congestion pricing. In lower Manhattan. And I'm like, well, why is it? Well, there are too many people that are coming in. I'm like, well, why are there too many people that are coming in? Hint, hint, you idiot. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know why we can't focus on basic things, getting infrastructure together. And they've been talking about infrastructure with God knows like 20 something years throughout the United States saying that our infrastructure is so old and dated. You look at our, our streets, our highways, you look at the bridges. Remember, Andrew, at one point, bridges were collapsing. And still, no one has had thought process to let's go in and focus on this before we try to ram this diversity and equity and all this other crazy stuff through our schools. Let's take care of the basics. The basics are the things that are important. Yeah, but no one right. wants to do it. You're absolutely right. But we've got a lot of news to talk about today. Uh, perhaps none bigger than the mayor of the Big Apple, New York City, Eric Adams. It's under investigation, a lawsuit that's accused him of sexual assault from three decades ago. Of course, filing under this Adult Survivors Act that was set to expire. Uh, Sean Puffy Combs is having some problems with this Adult Survivors Act as well. Of course, in situations like this, I generally give the person being accused the benefit of the doubt because we do see a lot of gold digging women come out, unfortunately, and uh, make these allegations for payoffs. I mean, uh, Puff Daddy just paid off a woman uh, like a week ago for millions of dollars, and now he's got two more trying to get some money out of him. So uh, I'm not surprised the same thing's happening to Eric Adams. But what happened to him being the Democrats' golden boy? It seems like once he started criticizing Joe Biden, his administration, 
all the illegal immigrants that are flooding into our country, uh, these allegations come out. I mean, I'm not saying they've been out before this, but uh, it certainly seems like that's possible. I mean, the timing of this all seems pretty uh, convenient. Like uh, the Democrats are pissed that he went against President Joe Biden. And now this is his punishment for it. I don't know, Rob. What are your thoughts on this uh, s- sexual assault from three decades ago? Give me a break. Well, it, it does make sense. And you got to throw in also, I was reading that Andrew Cuomo, another woman, has filed suit against him under the Adult Survivors Act. And just to be clear, and I want everyone to understand this, that this was instituted in New York City right after the election of 2020, and it was done so so that this woman, Jean Carroll, E. Jean Carroll, could go after Donald Trump with a lawsuit, a frivolous lawsuit. And we all know how that planned out. She filed the lawsuit right before, I think it was Thanksgiving night, right before the next day they implemented this. She filed the lawsuit, goes to court, and of course they're going to find him guilty because why not find him guilty? Although there's no evidence, let's just find him guilty. And then you have the same crazy judge to go back and say, oh, we're going to tack some more charges on it. This is not going to end well. And all you people who are out there laughing, thinking that this is okay, and you know Trump did this, you see what's happened to Eric Adams, you see what's happened to Andrew Cuomo, you see what's happened to P. Diddy, also known as Sean Puffy Combs. This is designed to go after one person, but they're going to throw the net out there and grab everyone else. Innocent people, not saying Eric Adams is innocent, not saying P. Diddy is innocent, not saying Andrew Cuomo is innocent. But what I am saying is that this is a miscarriage of justice to throw this blanket net out there to say, well, we're going to grab all these other people. and We want them to think about if they were also sexually harassed. The devil is in the detail. Because when you really start looking at these cases and peeling back the onion, it's he said, she said. But this is all taking place because they want to let make you think that, oh, we have toxic men, and we've got to put the toxic men in their place. This is wrong. It's not going to end well, and we will rue the day that we allow this to happen just to go after one man, and that's Donald Trump. And when I look at the judges and the lawyers who are jumping on board with this, and then people wonder why no one trusts our criminal justice system. Well, this is a reason why. Black men in particular, black mothers in particular, should be pushing back on this. As hard as it may seem, but you should be pushing back on this because you know how they use this in the South and the Democrat South to go after your, your, your husbands and your sons and your uncles, creating laws specifically to go after them. New York did this when they did their drug laws. They created it during the 60s and the 70s to go after black people for selling drugs. And so many black people were in jail for long periods of time. Yes, some white people were impacted by it also. But you look at Alice Johnson, who was impacted, was in jail for having uh, trying to sell, I think, a small amount of marijuana or some type of influence, illegal substance, I meant. And she reached out to so many presidents, including the first black president, who also might be the first gay president, Barack Obama, reached out to him to say, hear my case. Can you commute my sentence? Could you get me out? She was in jail for almost a lifetime, I think 30, 20 or 35 years. Barack Obama looked the other way. There was another black man, the same thing. Barack Obama looked the other way. But he let out a lot of terrorists commute their sentence when he was in office. 
But then along came Donald Trump. He looked at this and said, this makes absolutely no sense. This was designed specifically to put black people in jail, to put them in jail because of the loose policies of the Democrats on crime, soft on crime. But then they built in another policy that would entrap black people. Donald Trump came in, the mind that they say he's a racist, simply because he decided to run for the president, because before then, rappers were rapping about him. They want to be like Trump. Snoop Dogg wants to be like Trump. Look at all the rap music of the 80s and the 90s, and they're rapping about Trump. But all at once, he became a racist. But it was Donald Trump who went in and said, this law makes no sense. We need to change it because it's going after black people, going after black men. And they changed the law. Fast forward, a white man, Andrew Cuomo, a white woman, Kathy Hochul, decided to create another law to go specifically after Donald Trump. And little did Cuomo know that that law was going to come around and bite him on the butt, as it's doing right now. Adult Survivors Act. Now, they'll tell you what's well, for all adults and, you know, men can go into if they were molested by priests and whatnot. But it was designed specifically, as I said, to go after Trump. But now these same laws, Andrew are going after Democrats, impacting Democrats with Eric Adams. Not one, but three women are saying that he sexually harassed me. The devil is in the detail, as I mentioned. Because when you look a little closer, you'll see what was a sexual harassment. Oh, well, he told me that I look good. He told me that the dress I had on was showing my body. Really? We were out at a club and he kissed me. And what did you do? Oh, I smiled. Why did you smile? Oh, well, I felt threatened. Oh, but you stayed right there in a room with a lot of people. You didn't want to walk away. Oh, well, I was fearful that he was going to do this or that to me. Oh, really? You know, Andrew, I don't buy any of that. I, I don't buy it, especially when you see the people that it's coming from. And then a lot of these women, we're going to go into Jane Doe. No, expose them all. We want to know their names. Look at the times that men have been accused by women of sexually harassing them, only to find out in some cases, it never happened. And even when you read the stories, you're like, this is next to impossible. Jean Carroll, well, I was at Bergdorf Goodman and Trump grabbed me, he pushed me around. You're at a department store, a busy department store. Trump is a germaphobe. And you want to believe that you guys got down and nasty? It's a big lie. There's no camera. There's no one to corroborate her story. But she used these women who happen to be lesbians as her attorneys to fabricate this story. And I'm telling you, they can fabricate a doozy. No one is going to question them because if you were to question them, you're attacking the victim. We're not attacking the victim. We're just trying to get to the truth. But see, Democrats don't see it that way. When it's on them, it's like, oh, let's just tear this. Let's just go through this. Let's put all these laws. But then it starts to impact them. Yeah, and uh, sadly, Rob, it looks like that the Democrats in New York are getting so extreme that more moderate Democrats like Andrew Cuomo or Eric Adams, I guess that you could call them moderate nowadays compared to uh, some of them that we see up in the ranks, um, they're getting uh, ejected and booted out from their spots. Uh, and people like Bill de Blasio are left alone. 
Uh, it seems like the New York City, uh, some of the higher ups there, just from the outside looking in, are really radical and progressive. And if you don't play along with their narrative, they will take you out. Well, Bill de Blasio is getting a pass right now until they decide to go after him. I mean, he destroyed New York City single-handedly, and no one should be surprised. Look at the man's background. When a person shows you who they are, believe them. We knew he was going to do it. Even with Eric Adams, look at how he continued to destroy the city. Eric Adams had the perfect opportunity to come in and erect, correct the wrongs. Erect, I meant correct. Correct the wrongs of de Blasio. But instead, he wanted to leash on to those policies and continue them. And now look at what's happening. When he's deciding to call them out and speak out a bit too late because the damage has been done, now he wants to call Joe Biden's administration now and say, we can't handle this. It's going to ruin the city. It's going to bankrupt us. Of course, it's going to bankrupt us. But what's going to bankrupt us? Us supplying all these services, goods and services to illegals. And we have enough illegals here. We could have a little Mexico. A little, uh, what is it, uh, Venezuela, or even a little China. Because we have illegals coming in from all over the country. Don't you think that those other countries are going to take advantage of it? Oh, go there, set it up. Years from now, they'll forget about it, and we'll establish our own little form of government. we got people coming from the Middle East, terrorists coming. The other day, they thought there was a terrorist attack up near Niagara Falls in Buffalo. When this couple was spinning around and hit a embankment and the car blew up. And I found it interesting how one of the uh, persons who saw this, witnesses, came out and said, you know, I wanted to come out and set the record straight. He said, because what we were watching on the news is just a lie. I'm like, oh, my God. He said it was a lie. Needless to say, they immediately shut him down. He said it was a lie. What they're seeing happen, it did not happen. But that's a story for a different day. I want to get back to Eric Adams and letting all these people come in. Now he wants to sound the alarms. Look at Cuomo. Cuomo wants to sound the alarms. He wants to speak out. And then he had the audacity to say, oh, well, maybe I should think about, well, he put, put, the, uh, put it out there. Of course, they always put these little stories out there. I want to maybe run for the mayor of New York City. Now, I see that we're up on a commercial break, but when we come back, I want to dive into this a little more. Because what I'm seeing here, Andrew, with the Democrats is that they're now eating their own for survival. And this is what happens in the jungle. You have apex animals. When they're up against the wall, when they're hungry, when they want power, they will eat their own for survival. Absolutely. You guys are tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available in America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company discussed the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. 
What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. So, Andrew, in the second half, I want to continue what we were talking about. And as I alluded to, uh, our topic for tonight is they eat their own, meaning the Democrats. And this is what we're seeing happen with Eric Adams, who was the star child for the Democrat Party when he became a diversity hire in New York City and became the second black mayor. And we see this happening across the country, and I've spoken about this before, and I will continue to talk about it because I'm not going to let up on it, because it is true. Eric Adams was a useful tool. He served his purpose. He got people in New York City. And let me just add this also. New York City, the city itself is Democrat. Outside of New York is not. It's red. But a majority of the votes come from New York City. So they managed to convince people to vote for this diversity hire. He's saying that he would be the next black mayor because of all the turmoil that the Democrats had put the country through, you know, with Black Lives Matter, with COVID. I mean, they pretty much just destroyed a lot of our big cities and infrastructure. When we're talking about infrastructure, and this infrastructure deals with the policing of the city, they and the, the the law of the city, they completely destroyed it because they said it was no good because it was systemically racist. Systemically racist. Meanwhile, they have illegals coming in at the border by the thousands, <laughs> but they keep saying that America is systemically racist. Go figure. And for people who can't sit down and see through this and say, this make, doesn't make a whole lot of sense because if you're saying that we're systemically racist, why is it that you have so many brown and black people coming through the border? And as I've always said, we've always said, I guess they want them to taste that racism, but they're flying in through the, like, like, through the border like flies and cockroaches because you can't get them cockroaches, just flying in and I'm not calling the people cockroaches or flies, so please don't write me. But if you do want to write, please feel free to do so. But that's just a, you know, a comparison, an analogy. But they're coming in at the border, destroying the border, bringing in all types of criminal elements. Who knows the, the diseases that they're bringing in? But Eric Adams was definitely a useful tool. But now that he's looking at his legacy, as if though there would be a legacy, other than a one-term failed black mayor, he's looking at it, and he's like, I need to sound the alarms because this is going to fall on me. I'm going to be responsible. I'm going to be held responsible. 
when all he had to do was to come into office and blame de Blasio and said, I'm going to do my best to clean this up. And people were telling him, blame de Blasio, blame de Blasio, but he couldn't do it. He was too busy going on 60 Minutes, fake news CNN, PMS NBC, with his three-piece or four-piece suit, smiling and thinking, oh, you know, I'm Mr. GQ with my earring. And then going on the light show, late, late night shows, talking about I smoke weed and I'm doing this and I'm Mr. Cool, I'm Mr. Night Owl. And now it's going to bite him on the butt because the Democrats are saying, if you're going to talk against our main guy, Joe Biden, about immigration, we're going to come after you. So it started with first, he had one of his campaign aides, a woman of only like 25 years old. They decided to go after her for possibly FISA violations, working on behalf of a foreign country. And I think in this instance, it was Turkey making deals with them in support in order to get support for Eric Adams. Now, they're saying that it's illegal, but folks, you got to remember, you can collude all day long with a foreign country. That is not illegal. I will say it again. You can collude all day long with a foreign country. It is not illegal. But the moment you exchange money, they give you money, that's where the problem comes in. Now, I'm sure some of you probably fell out of your seats. Oh, my God, is he being truthful? Oh, he's got that wrong. No, it happens all the time. You can do it. That's the reason why I'm so perplexed with the whole lie they're saying on Trump that he colluded with Russia. Well, and they never produce any evidence because they never said money was exchanged. They just said, oh, he colluded. But they never told you what exactly, how did he collude? Because if it was a conversation, if it was him saying, give me some information on my opponent, that's not illegal. Look it up. But see, the media wants you to think that. Fast forward to going back to Eric Adams. So this 25-year-old girl, woman, God forbid I say girl because they'll come after me. I don't know if she's a it or she or he or whatever. I don't know what the pronouns is, but I know that she is a, an adult. She's an adult female, which makes her a woman. This, and she's black. They went after her. She lived in Brooklyn, one of the boroughs of New York, which, by the way, if it were a state, I think they say it would be the 20th largest state or, or something of that degree. But anyway, so they're going after her. They're going after him through her because they're saying that she possibly colluded with Turkey. They got money. So they got all of her, uh, went to her apartment, got all of her electronic equipment, her phone, cell phone, computers and whatnot. They said, we got to look at it. And this is the FBI, by the way, the FBI under Joe Biden, under Christopher Ray, the FBI whose boss is the Department of Justice, which happens to be Merrick Garland, the attorney general. You see how, how all this connects? Merrick Garland puts the hit job out to Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray has his low left staff hanging staff to go after Eric Adams because Eric has been talking against their boss, Joe Biden. See now Joe Biden, who just recently, Andrew, turned, I think, 82 the oldest serving president, one of the only presidents who has dementia. No one wants to address it. 82 years old, and they say, oh, well, it's the, it's, it's the ages, or he's too old to be president. Let's just remove that. Because, see, again, Democrats are controlling the narrative. Because we have people who are in their 80s who are serving, leading big companies. Look at Warren Buffett. Look at Mick Jagger. And that guy can still produce kids, by the way. It's like, man. Okay, and look at Bernie Sanders. 
who had to recently stop a fight during one of the Senate hearings. I don't know if you saw that, Andrew. Uh, that was a classic. You had one guy, a guy, I can't think of his name, who was uh, threatening, or not, but challenging a, an adversary who was online on Twitter constantly attacking him. So then push came to shove. They're sitting at the Senate Hall, and he goes, hey, you do a lot of talking, so do you want to you know, settle this right now? I mean, it was like a scene from the Wild Wild West. This guy said, well, get your butt up and let's do it. Then the other guy, who happens to be a, a beta male, saying, you get your butt up. And, of course, the senator stood up and said, hey, let's go at it. And Bernie Sanders, 82-year-old Bernie Sanders, go, oh, no, no, no. You, you, this is a senate. You can't do this. Man, that was a classic. I would encourage you all to go watch it. The showdown on the Senate floor. And I, I think the guy, the senator, Republican senator, would have won. Because you can look at his body and tell that he's uh, buff. And I heard that he's also into mixed martial arts. So it would have been a no contest deal. But <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. Bernie Sanders, you know, chairmaning that uh, chairperson of that committee in his 80s and a reasonable mind. Whereas we got Joe who just turned in his 80s. And the, the man, it's all about cognitive ability. He can be 90 years old and still have all his faculties. But Joe was challenged. So going back to the story with Eric Adams and how they eat their own. So now they have the FBI. She's gone in and you know accosted this girl and got all of her woman. I want to make sure I say that. Got all of her computer stuff because they're going to look at it. They're going to investigate it. Now, mind you, they also had Hunter buy his laptop. And it's taken them almost 10 years to even dissect it. So what do you think they're going to do with this woman's laptop? Well, I'm sure they'll put it on the fast track and get the information that Joe wants so they can take down Eric Adams. So if that wasn't bad enough, when Eric Adams was in between one of his meetings, Andrew, they had the FBI to stop him on the streets and then confiscate his staffer's cell phones. No, they could have very easily called the, the city hall and say, hey, we need for you to come out. We're going to come out. We need to take some of the cell phones. Oh, yeah. but no, they want to stop him on the streets, Andrew. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. He had to uh, leave Washington, D.C. on his visit a few weeks ago and come back because uh, related to his uh, friend shady business dealings. I mean, this guy is up to his neck in trouble now with these sexual assault allegations. Uh, they're starting to really pile up against Eric Adams. And it's just like what we were talking about uh in Chicago, Brandon Jennings, the new mayor, he's got a 28% approval rating. And is that surprising? I mean, they had their chance to replace Lightfoot with someone better, and they just went back with another radical uh, Democrat who wants to free all the criminals. So uh, we're seeing that in Chicago. We see it in New York City. Uh, these uh, mayors, these Democrat mayors, just are pathetic each and every time. And people keep getting burned. How many times is it going to take before people wake up and uh, vote in the Republican mayor to one of these big cities? Well, it is. And it's Brandon uh, Johnson, because I want people to make sure they go and look him up. And it's only a matter of time before they come after him. Like you said, he's at a approval rating, approval rating at 28%. I doubt it increases. But you know what? They'll still vote for him. Black people will still rush to the polls and they'll vote for him. And you'll have white people voting for him also. I think the population of both black and white, I think it might be 58% white and then like a 40% black. But they'll vote for him. But going back to Eric Adams, right, he was, I forgot, he was at the White House 
preparing to meet Joe Biden or not meet Joe Biden, then he had to rush back to New York City because they found out that one of his aides, staffers, was being raided by the FBI. You know, they usually only do this. They save this type of treatment for Republicans. Or should I say they save it for people that they don't like who's going against them. So they go in, they raid at that. Then when he's traveling in between meetings, they stop him, confiscate his phones again to embarrass him. But I guess he knew someone in the press because the press tried to downplay it. They mentioned it. But you guys don't hear a lot about it, do you? And that's huge. That's significant. Now, imagine had that been someone on Trump's team. Oh, we would still be talking about it and analyzing it. But, you know, they wanted to just say, hey, look, we're on to you. And this could have been blown up a lot bigger. And it should have been. But we have our media. And as I've already established, it's controlled by the Democrat Party, which controls, controls the government. The media, who, in my opinion, should be abolished. Not the free press, but the media, which is operating as a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party, should be abolished. They should stop it, get rid of it, because it's dangerous. Going back to the story now. So you have that taking place. And just in case that wasn't good enough, he didn't get the message. Now you have these women that are coming out saying, he sexually harassed me or assaulted me or something in that uh, sphere. Now, it begs the question, if these women are being truthful, as they claim they are, they are. why didn't they speak up, Andrew, before he was elected? Why didn't they speak up during the, uh, the general election to stop him? Why didn't they speak up during the primaries? That's a very good question. Why didn't they speak up then? I think they were sitting on it, and if they wanted to have like a major impact, for people to believe them, they should have spoken up and said, this is what he did and this is how he did it so that he wouldn't have gotten into office. But they wanted to wait. You're you're absolutely right. And Eric Adams, he's been a horrible, horrible mayor. I mean, the first thing he did was the vaccine mandates. Uh, his solution to the illegal immigration has been an absolute disaster, costing New Yorkers millions of dollars in taxes. But just because we think he's a horrible mayor doesn't think that uh, we believe that he's guilty of all these allegations, at least speaking for myself. I mean, anytime someone comes out after over 30 years, uh, it's just another Corrine Jean-Pierre to me, just another gold digger looking to cash in. But what was her motivation to do it now instead of doing it when he was running for mayor, which would have made a lot more sense? Well, they, they were keeping this in their arsenal so that they can go after him just in case he wandered off of their Democrat reservation and started saying things that they didn't like. They were going to keep it, which is what they're doing. This is which is what has happened. And it's, it's, it's ridiculous. After all these years, now she wants to come up and say, oh, and not one, but you know, three women. Oh, he did this to us. Like I said, and when you, the devil is in the detail, because when you pull back the onion and you really look at what actually happened, he said, I had on a tight dress. He looked at me. And he was undressing me with his eyes. He tried to steal a kiss. That's the extent of the harassment. All these years, and now they want to come out and talk about it. Now they want to, oh, well, and then and they'll probably try to sue the city because he probably doesn't have a lot of money. Sue the city so they can get a settlement. Oh, and just going back, I want to go back one more. I know we're up against another commercial break. Let me throw this out there also about P. Diddy. We mentioned him. 
and him settling his lawsuit, I think it was for 30 million. That's a lot of money. And I know some of you are saying, well, he has a lot of money. Well, not necessarily when you really look at it. He has money in name only, I guess. People are lending him money. But $30 million, he didn't settle the lawsuit. You know who settled the lawsuit? His companies. Or, or, or the companies are the companies that they claim are his. The record company. I was going to say he might have had money before, but geez, he's uh, no. just got $30 million to lose. Right. His company sold it because they probably looked at it and said, wait a minute, because she, in the lawsuit, it was P. Diddy. She named P. Diddy and his companies. The companies didn't do anything to her. But she knew also he ain't got no money. At best, at best I might get a million out of him. But let's put the company in because the company's responsible because he is the employee of the company. So the company decided, let's put the kibosh on this. Let's settle it. Give her the money and let her go. Gave her the money. She went away. But now someone else is coming up with a lawsuit. This law, adult, two. Two, adult Survivors Act, is a complete mess. It is designed. It was designed to take down Trump. But now is impacting the Democrats. They eat their own. We're going to come back after this commercial break, Andrew, because I got a whole lot more to say on this subject. Very well said, Rob. If you're looking for better sleep focus and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. 
natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, and we've just been discussing uh, Eric Adams and the latest issues with him in New York City with this Adult Survivors Act, which was originally uh, drafted up to go against President Donald Trump. And now it's blown up in a lot of these Democrats' face, like Eric Adams, like a P. Diddy, uh, guys who uh, normally would have scathed by with this kind of thing. But now they're having to settle out of court for millions of dollars or risk going to court and getting publicly humiliated. Um I look at Adams, he probably will settle as well if he's got a lot of money. I'm not sure what his financial situation is, but nowadays uh, you're just a sitting duck in these courtrooms. So it just seems like that's the smart thing to do is just give these gold diggers the money that they're looking for. Uh, it's very rare that you get a situation where um, they don't get a payout, it seems. Well, I don't think he'll settle right away, Andrew. Uh, there, there's too much at, at stake here. The only way that he will settle is if they're able to successfully force him out of office the same way they were able to force Cuomo out of office. Because if he were to settle now, he's admitting guilt. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to say that I did nothing wrong. And as the mayor, an incumbent mayor, you don't want to settle while you're in office because it's not going to go away. The media is just going to run with it even more so and say, why would he settle? Is our mayor a criminal? You so, would think, but I don't know. I'm thinking it might be a couple days of pain for some long-term gain in that situation where uh, the media would probably make a big deal out of it for the first couple of days. But would they keep bringing it up? Because let's face it, he's a Democrat. They like a lot of his policies. So um I don't know. I just think he'd be better off settling, even if he is in office. Well, they, they like the policies. The policies will continue. But right now, they're trying to create a frenzy in the water so that fish will start circling around him. We also got to remember that Cuomo has just said, I mean, he has planted a seed out there or a story saying that he might possibly consider running for the mayor. They're not done with him, they being the Democrats, as far as his uh, likability. A lot of people still like him. I don't like him. I never liked the guy. I think he looks like a Neanderthal. I think he's very shady with his nipple ring. We can't forget about Nipplegate. He is definitely the guy with the nipple ring. But uh, so he, he he sees a pathway. He wants to get back into politics. Now, granted, we now have learned that another victim has come out and said that they're going to sue him also. Now, they're definitely after money for him because I don't think – did he pay the last couple of women? He, I don't remember. I've got to look into that. But definitely they want money from him. And he has deep pockets and he could very easily pay it off to make it go away. And if he were to do it, the media would leave him alone for now. Because he's a private citizen, he'll pay it off. He'll wait a while and then he'll resurface because he is making the rounds on TV again. I think his brother has a show on this one network that's hidden that Rona McDaniel is going to give prominence by allowing the third GOP debate to take place on that station. I think it's News Nation. Yeah, News Nation with Dan Abrams, who's an ultra-liberal. Yeah, and she's going to let that clown host the debate. There you go. 
and Cuomo is on there. So Cuomo has had his brother on his show. So I think that Cuomo could possibly settle because he's not in office. It will go away. But Eric Adams, it's not going to go away. They want him out. And I think it's only a matter of time before they keep piling on to him. The first deal was with the woman, his uh, staffer, working with Turkey. Now, I want to just give you some little context on that also. Because this is what they all do. What do you mean by they all do? Favors. Telling different countries. Hey, why don't you come in here, set up shop, put some businesses here, because you're trying to bring jobs. That's the responsibility of the mayor to bring jobs. So when you see our mayor going to all these exotic places, although he shouldn't be going to a lot of them, you have to look at who's paying the tab, but they're trying to bring in business. So that's not an issue. But see, the media wants you to think it's an issue. Again, the devil is in the detail. Unless Turkey gave them money, there's no issue. Unless Turkey paid for their flights, there is no issue. But see, right now we're saying, oh my God, he did it. What, excuse me, what did he do and why did he do it? So we're thinking, we're in a frenzy thinking, oh, he did something wrong. Especially a lot of conservatives are looking at it thinking he did something wrong because they've forgotten that what he did is not necessarily wrong. Technically, it's not wrong. But if he did, if, was there, if there was money that was exchanged, now we have an issue. So we've got to wait and see what's on the other side, what's behind curtain number three. Now, again, they want you to think, and it does look bad. But we got to dig a little deeper. The same thing with the women saying that he sexually harassed them. As I mentioned, this is all a part of the Democrats eating their own. Look at Bob Senator Menendez. Look at they, they brought him in on additional charges. And what they're trying to hang on him took place under the Barack Obama administration when he wasn't on board with Barack Obama giving weapons to Iran. Now, there were other senators and representatives who were against it also. But see, Barack didn't like Bob Menendez. I guess he didn't like him because he's a you know, Hispanic, you know, <laughs> but he didn't like him. And then Menendez was very vocal about giving weapons to Iran or, or allowing them to get nuclear power. So what did they do? They decided to go after him. He was to accepting gifts from foreign people. He should have been doing it. So they tied him up in court, but he prevailed because it's like not guilty. They did the same thing to Charlie Rangel. You see how the Democrats, when they think that you're going against their policies and that you can have a major impact, Bob Menendez, the Hispanic vote, Charlie Rangel, the uh, crown vote of blacks in Harlem, they had to go after Charlie Rangel. Oh, he was doing something malfeasance with the money, campaign money. And when Charlie Rangel stood on the floor of the House and castigated all of them, including Barack Obama, and said, many of you who have come after me, I raised money for you, fundraised for you. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me, including Barack Obama. I mean, he just let them have it. And of course, the media played it a little bit, but they didn't want to you know, focus in on it because it's like, we don't want people to know our dirty little secret. The secret that Trump exposed in 2016 when he ran, he exposed them and said, they do it all the time. They pay different politicians. I've done it. I've paid them, both Republicans and Democrats. Because remember, they were trying to say, oh, well, Trump, is he really a Republican? Because he gave a lot of money to Democrats. And he said, yeah, 
We all do it. And then the media went quiet. Like, well, let's just be quiet because he's telling our dirty little secret. So the same thing with the Democrats. They know what's happening. They know there are a lot of other shady Democrats that are there. But when they have served their purpose, as Eric Adams has done, he took the seat. They didn't let Curtis Lee get it. He's, he's, a, he's the mayor now, the next black mayor, although he's a failure. And now that he's going against the Biden administration, we've got to take him down a peg and remind him who he is, where his allegiance should lie. The same thing with Andrew Cuomo. He got too big for his britches, started looking as though he was going to be the president. And we're in the middle of a president season. And he's coming out and people are looking at him. They know him more than Joe Biden. Got to take him down a peg, say that he was doing something with the women. And he's probably flirtatious. Everyone said that he's flirtatious. Yeah, he's a flirtatious man, but that's not illegal. He's just a man. You know, I know that there are a lot of folks on the left that are saying, oh, no, he's a toxic male. Men shouldn't do that. Well, if men shouldn't do that, this is what I want to say to you knuckleheads. You wouldn't be born today. Okay, <laughs> There would be no mommy and no daddy. But see, that's what they want. That's the ultimate plan. Because they're saying there are too many people on the, on the planet. They don't like the idea of the institution of marriage, a man and a woman. They want these other fantasy institutions of two men and two women. No, two men and two women can't have a baby. So what do they do? Oh, we'll break up the family institution. They can't support the family. And then when one gets pregnant, they'll put them up for adoption. And then we will go in and we will adopt those kids. And then we'll tell those kids that you're not really a male or female. You can be whatever you want to be. And then we'll just have a fruit bowl full of crazy people, a bunch of misfits that can't produce. That's the ultimate goal. And you have smart, educated people who see it, but they won't say anything because if they say anything, they will come after them. That's just the way this works. So we have to be careful. And we have to be prepared to call this craziness out. Because that's what's happening. That is exactly what's happening here in our society. But are people wise enough to see it? Eric Adams is a little darling child. And now they're coming down hard on him, want to get rid of him. With all this, oh, he was doing this with this woman and he said this. And then he had his aide who was taking, uh, working with foreign countries. And we're going to embarrass him. We're going to stop him. We're going to confiscate all of his electronic equipment. Yeah, it looks bad. But see, this is the Democrats turning on their own. They'll turn it on. They'll turn it off. Put them in the fire a little bit. They will run them, take them out, and let them know that your allegiance is with us, with the party, and not someone else. Because I mean, you would think they would go after AOC and her brigade. I mean, look at that guy Bowman, the guy who went and pushed down the uh, fire alarm. They're not doing anything about it. A misdemeanor, and he's walking on. Had that been a Republican, they would have been all over it, talking about it nonstop, saying, oh, look what he did, and this is not right, and he should know, and the media would be on it, and then everyone else, including Republicans, would jump on it. Well, he got to stand down. Look at what they're doing to John Santos. I mean, they're going after him. He needs to accept now. He's not the enemy, okay? The enemy are the people who are in Congress. 
that are coming up with all these, these crazy ideas, they're the enemy. You might not like Santos, but let the voters kick him out. Why are you doing the work of Democrats? Allow them to turn on their own. Allow them to eat their own up. But we won't do it. We'll sit there and just jump on board with them, allowing them to do it. We should sit and watch the Democrats eat their own. And And that's completed, Andrew. Just watch. In the next six months, we're going to see a lot more of it with a lot of Democrats are going to continue to encourage Joe Biden to drop out of the race, particularly when the polls come out showing that uh, President Trump's got a lead on him. Uh, We've already heard people like Carville and David Axelrod come out and um, make comments that Joe Biden should step down. And uh, old Sleepy Joe did not take it well. Uh, He called Axelrod the P-word, the P-U-S. Well, you know what I was going to spell. But anyways, uh, yeah, Sleepy Joe, we know he's got a temper on him, and he doesn't like hearing that from Axelrod and Carville. So uh, I don't think they're going to be the last to come out and say it. They're just the first. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about that. That's another one. Turning on their own. They're mad at Joe Manchin. Mad at uh, Joe Manchin, mad at David Axelrod, because David Axelrod, under the species of Barack Obama, is doing his bidding and saying that Joe is too old and you can't reverse time. Well, it's more than just being old, as I mentioned. It's also about his cognitive ability. But see, you notice how they won't mention that, Andrew? They won't mention his cognitive ability because therein lies the problem. (laughs) Because see, if they were to mention that, they won't be able to attack Trump. See, they can attack Joe on his age. Then they can say, well, look at Trump. He's not too far behind. But Trump is sharp as attack. So they'll only mention the age. So, yeah, you know, Biden does not like that. Oh, no, he can't. Were you surprised by the news report that uh, Biden called Axelrod the P-word? No, not at all. Not not at all. And see, that was was by design, Andrew, to make him look as if, though, he's in control. That he's talking strong language. And, man, he can sock it to him. No, no. Again, they're eating their own. David Axelrod wants Biden to step down. Now, not that they want Gavin Newsom necessarily to step up, because they've still got a hopscotch. You've got to find something to do with Kamala Harris. I mean, as you said, over the next couple of days, next couple of months, weeks, because we're fast forwarding to the Iowa caucus and then New Hampshire, you will see a lot of them eating their own. Look at the, the senator from, uh, gosh, I almost said his name, who's really looking at running for the White House. Now, we know that Robert F. Kennedy is probably, and Marion Williams, they're both running, looking to run. But the media has just like completely just dismissed them. But now you have someone who's at a congressman who's saying, I am not going to run as a congressman because I'm going to make a run for the White House. Now, what you bet, they're going to eat him. They're looking for information on him so that they could take him down. They're eating their own. They are consumed. This is what they do. This is what happens in the wild. I want my seed to continue on. Look at how lions, they'll go in, they'll go into a pride. And if there's another male who's there, they'll run him out. And if the females have had uh, babies, they'll eat the babies and get rid of them. Because it's like, no, I don't want that seed to propagate. I want my own. And this is what we see in the Democrat Party. 
So you see Joe Axelrod, who's coming out speaking against Biden at the bequest of Barack Obama, of course. They don't like it. Look at Joe Manchin. He's saying he's not going to run. So well, we got to go after him, too. What is he going to try to pull? Is he going to try to run for this party with no walls? Democrats are in a frenzy because they're afraid that the lies that they've been telling that have basically just really corrupt or destroyed our culture is not going to be enough to get Biden, to carry Biden through 2024. And not that he would last longer after he was nominated. Because I think that if he does do it, and if they do cheat, and he gets the, the Wednesday election, he'd probably be there for about a year or so before he you know, collapse, but even but they'll say that yeah. he doesn't. Even if this man is has full blown dementia, they would keep him in office. Jill Biden would keep him there because she enjoys the attention. They would keep him there, and the media would go along with it because, as far as they're concerned, well, we want it. We can figure out the rest on our own. Yeah, if they steal the election again, they might give Joe Biden the uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg or uh, Diane Feinstein treatment, whether willing him out, he's, he's sucking on a straw, uh, <laughs> trying to give you the presence that he's still in control. Yep, they would they would definitely do it, and, and why not? It's like, hey, we we won, we can continue doing what we're doing, but Joe is not running things anyway. Barack Obama is the one who's sending all the messages. But at the end of the day. But we see what is happening here is a frenzy because they're afraid. So they will throw any of their little acolytes that bow at the Democrat Party's knee, will throw any of them under the bus and will eat them because, Andrew, they eat their own. Very well said, Rob. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on a. America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Or you can go to americaoutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing. <laughs>